Nicole. Hi, Kayla. What are we doing today? Who the hell's here? Um, you know what? It's hilarious here in the literally no clue world. <laughs> We're just having a funny old time. Yeah, we are, aren't we? <laughs> we are super excited for today. We have an awesome guest on, which, um... Yeah. Just came so highly recommended from a friend of the pod, um, Josh. I yep, feel, our I, first little... I, I feel weird calling him Hefe. Why? Because <laughs> I know him as Josh. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have... He has many names. He does. We have motherfucking Delicatessen on today. Della, say Hi! Hey, y'all. Oh, my God. Hi, guys. So we are actually um, virtual talking to Della today. She is not, I mean, she is Indiana local, but she is not Northwest Indiana local. We do not hate her for that. (laughs) We will try not to hold it against you. That's for sure. Yes, yes. Which, I'm from Plymouth, so really I can't. (laughs) Much love to my region friends. Yes, yes. So I guess we can first start off. um, You are in comedy yeah just Mm -hmm. just give us like a quick little background i mean i guess i said you know what actually we need to start it off the way we always started off um della (laughs) what percentage lesbian are you today in this moment 67 67 that's the honest answer i feel and it was so Quick. quick So we got on with Della, and she was just lounging and just tit-feeding a babe. (laughs) And for her to say 67% lesbian. That's that's impressive. Yeah. It's impressive. Kayla, what percentage lesbian are you today? Uh, I'm about... I feel like if you have to think about it, it's like, it's not enough. Yeah. You know what I mean? So maybe like... 3% 3% today. Yeah. Um, I'm not even, like, percentage happy with being, like, myself as a woman That's exactly today. where I was heading. Yeah. That's exactly where so, I was heading. Genuinely. So, I'm at about, like, a 30... Yeah. Like, like, third, blah, 25%. That's pushing it. Yeah. That's pushing it. Yeah. Tw- tw- I'm 20, not even a human being today. Tw- 25% lezzy <laughs> today. That is I. Um, okay. So, back to my original. You know, we just... We have to get the preliminary stuff out of the way, Della. Um, of course. <laughs> so give us a little quick background about you. Um, we actually don't know that much about you. I know, yeah. Um, you, you just came, you know, just raving reviews <laughs> from Josh, which we were just totally into. Yeah. Um, so let's let's get just a, li- a little background on you for our listeners and for ourselves. Sure, sure. Thank you for having me. Uh, name's Delicatessen. Uh the mouth of the Midwest, the flavor flavor of burlesque. Oh my God, I, I love it. <laughs> I started uh, back in 2014, two of my very good friends came to me and were like, we want to start a burlesque troupe and we want you to MC it. But okay. I've always thought about doing stand-up comedy and being on stage. And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do that. I mean, I'll tell jokes and then girls will come out and take off their clothes. <laughs> and so if my jokes aren't funny, everybody will forget. <laughs> Titties, titties. Titties yeah. win the day. <laughs> Everybody's a certain percentage of lesbian. They um, are. Yes. And uh, that worked out pretty well. Turns out I am moderately funny. And <laughs> so I've expanded on from the burlesque world and done stand-up. I've got to perform some really cool places. I've yeah. got to host some really cool things. Yeah. Uh, I have 
a burlesque show coming up called the, uh, the, I can't remember what it's called. You can edit that out. That's fine. Um, the power of editing has always been my yes. Yes. So I have a show coming up with my troupe called, um, the distressed dolls is what we're called. Where, where is this? Because uh, I want to go. March 6th, I want to say at Lang Lab in South Bend. Okay. Um, and then March 31st, I am actually hosting the After Hours Burlesque Show at C2E2 in Chicago. Oh, awesome. That's um, so cool. Yeah. That's so much fun. birthday weekend. Uh-huh. We're going. <laughs> Friday night. Yes. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's really cool. I, I've got to work with a lot of cool people. I've got to, you know, shoot some stand-up specials. Uh created a really cool little community around myself and i just like telling jokes and how did you get into it like what was the starting point oh my dad died when i was like one so that really kicked (laughs) things off um i'm just giving you a round of applause i love dark humor (laughs) kayla and i are big fans big fans of dark morbid Uh humor Okay, cool. Then I can tell you my favorite joke I tell. Yeah, okay. I, I, we're here for it. I Let's go. I am ready. Tits, <laughs> vagina, and all. All right, here we go. Um, so I was talking with a coworker the other day, and we were arguing about the definition of irony, and she just wasn't getting it. And I'm like, here, let me give you an example. Uh, my my father's favorite Christmas movie was. It's a Wonderful Life. And she goes, why is that ironic? I said, because he shot himself. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I love that joke. It was either going to be that or a Christmas the story. story. Yeah, that's that's a- what I <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, We're Della, all winners here. Um, <laughs> have you ever been to therapy? <laughs> yeah. I did group therapy when I was a kid. I didn't like it. No. Gross. No. I felt like there were kids there with real fucking problems. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know what? That's what that, listen. That's the that's girl with the dead dad. Thinks, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. No, well, my dad died when I was one. Like, I didn't know the guy. Um, and then my mom got remarried to the man I call my father. Okay. Mm-hmm. Who adopted me. And then uh, they got divorced when I was in fifth grade, so the abandonment issues oh, were yeah. popping, right? That, mm. that was like yeah. one entire stand-up full of uh-huh. trauma. Oh yeah, no, dude. I've always said if I've met if I meet a comedian without trauma, they're not actually funny. People are just too <laughs> polite to tell them. Yeah. <laughs> they're fucking up there telling <laughs> knock-knock jokes. Oh my god. Yeah, no, honest to God, get off the stage, you neurotypical soggy <laughs> lampshade. No one cares. So you have nothing of value to add to the so, conversation. Yeah. So you have nothing of value to add to humor. So as somebody who is like I am a Lexic like I'm a Lexipro bitch, okay? Like gang gang all the way, okay? Mm-hmm. Do you think I would be funnier? <laughs> We've talked about this. If I just let it go. If I just cold turkey the shit out of my Lexapro. Well, I'm not a medical professional, <laughs> but um, I do think you would probably be the funniest person in the psych ward. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> grippy socks and all. Shit. I would oh, definitely finally feel my vagina again. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you would yeah. definitely be funnier. Like, like to others, your life would be miserable. <laughs> 
But, <laughs> but you would that, make everybody else laugh. But isn't that comedy? <laughs> yeah, <Is> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so yeah, that's, that's part of it. So what was your first... Because now learning that, which I, we didn't know that you were a mom too, which is awesome. Della, are you married? Um, Were they just all like hit it and quit it after just having great, you know, comedy nights? Or is there a for real dude like who you held on to? You know, I hate it because I hate telling this story because it just sounds, the the bisexual in me is so disappointed. (laughs) Um, I get it. Because I had so many years to get so much strange, and I didn't. I went on a date with this boy when I was 19 years old. And I was just looking to get some. Yeah. And then we fell in love. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I am. Three kids later, living in the damn suburbs with this some bitch i sleep next to somebody with a with a sleep apnea machine tell tell 15 year old me that oh my god are we living the same gd life are we living the same oh my here's here's my favorite thing about the sleep apnea machine this this asshole right he's always snored i love this man more than anything in the world but he's always snored and then he went to afghanistan golf trip and uh (laughs) And uh, he came back and he snored worse. And I'm like, hey, bud, while you're sleeping, you stop breathing. Is that why you keep elbowing me? And I'm like, yeah, it worries me. And uh, Because if I lose you now, it's not going to be funny anymore. Go on. It's not funny. It's not funny. Because, like, we had kids. You have taken away my suicide option. That's always the point. I would feel guilty now. But now, my, my, I can't. I got to break that generational no, curse. I no. broke the generational curse of not getting knocked up in high school like my mom and my grandma before me. Now, I can't just go and kill myself and create this whole new cycle. Because people expect it, kind of. like Exactly, right? <laughs> <laughs> go against that's the why, grain that's why Della. you don't want to fight me like i'm not scared of you bro i tried to kill me and couldn't like what what are you gonna do it, it was in it it was from day i feel kind of bad now joking the reaper about this fears with you. her yeah mm-hmm. yeah no we've kayla and i have definitely we recently had a convo of like me just being straight up like i'm not really it wouldn't upset me to die like, like <laughs> There's, there's no point. It's no, fine. No, it's I, I have accomplished many a thing to where if I was smited at this moment, <laughs> I, right, I, I would be okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would be good. So it's like I've completed the main quest. I've got married. I've yeah. had kids. <laughs> got a good house. I've got a good job. I'm just side questing. I was just gonna say that. Yeah. 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 And honestly. Yeah. From what I see, you're really hot. Like your your boobies look great. Like your boobies look great. Oh, thanks. That's because I'm wearing an expensive bra. They go into my armpits when I take it off. That's really nice though with your third kid because now you can just lay in bed. You can lay on your back and it just falls to the side and they're just like like a little gerbil at the water. Yeah, yeah. Um, the the baby was definitely like the baby just popped up in the screen, scared the fuck out of us in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she was just like, mom, like please let me lift up your shirt, please. Absolutely. <laughs> so, She's trying to give the free teddy show to everybody. So free the nipple. I've done a lot of case case management. Kayla and I yeah. both have. 
Um, and I have been in some odd situations being a home visitor of toddlers just trying to like sexually exploit their parents um, by trying to... Absolutely. They're trying to get themselves taken away. They are trying yeah. to get themselves fed, but it's very uncomfy. Um, at, at, at what point are you going to let the uh, flow dry up? Um, well, with my first two, with Lily, I only made it to six months, and I uh, got knocked up with James. Oh, So he dragged that up real quick. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's because I broke my vagina with uh, my daughter. Wait, what? And I had to go in and, like, surgically fix some stuff. Damn. So we couldn't have sex for a really long time. So when it finally happened, I was like, just put it in me. I, I was... <laughs> Straight up like Batman, just to just do it. Rachel, give me like, Robin. Not finish her. And um, as it turns out, that's how you get a baby. I always thought it was sharing toilet seats, but yeah. lo and behold, well, it, you, at, you learn something new every day, right? At this know. point, so, as somebody who is trying to get pregnant, if I could get pregnant from a toilet seat, I would, I would, so I would not want to be smited that day. <laughs> So much easier, dude. It was so much <laughs> yeah. easier. So, with him, I only made it to eight months, but with this one, I'm making it to a year. And once we hit a year, I'm gonna try to go down to like night feedings. Yeah, because she's real clingy and shit. So yeah, she she yeah, she, I don't know. She looked like she and really then liked after you. that, <laughs> I'm getting these cryogenically engineered to just sit right below my throat. <laughs> I want to be able to balance a cereal bowl on them and just eat like a pig at a trough. I don't want them to ever move again. Oh my god, this is That's already Nicole's such, dream as well. Yeah, this is already such such For a sure. good time. Um, so tell us about your. Okay, you know what? I have a better question. Does your husband find you funny? <laughs> that's a serious question. Because <laughs> Evan uh, will not... the day and if I'm talking yeah. about him. <laughs> um, my yeah. husband knows that I am the funniest person that he has ever met, but he will never uh, say it. TJ's the exact same. But yeah. he, his, is, his excuse is like, I'm funnier. Yeah. Like, he thinks he's funnier. Yeah, Evan is not funny at all. Evan laughs at his own jokes... But they're not funny. And so, and I continue to point that out. I think that that's what marriage is. It's just constantly telling your spouse that they are not funny, that they're lame. (laughs) Um, But you stay with them out of pity. Yeah. You have Um, to. I I can't relate because, like, my husband runs my merch table. He's my biggest fan. So you're solely dependent on that. Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. That's a form of manipulation. He he thinks I'm hilarious. He loves coming to watch me perform. I love it. He'll sell my stickers. And uh, no, he's 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 the best support I've ever had, which is, you know, a real shame that he's a straight white man. Yeah. But (laughs) yeah, here we are. (laughs) What um, do you have a big um, gay following? Like, like, what is your demographic? Well, I myself am just a big old queer, and I walk around and talk about it to everybody. So I can I can imagine that the she they's and gays enjoy me. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know I don't know what my demographic is. I because I go wherever they'll pay me. I'll perform in a Chili's parking lot if somebody pays. Me. So and you know what? I bet you we can set that up. Yeah, we can set that up. There is um is there a Chili's here in Valpo? Mm-hmm. There's an Applebee's. 
Yeah, there is a Chili's. There's a neighborhood bar and grill. Yep. Decent parking lot. Next right up. next to a hotel. Actually, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. You know, payment comes in all different kinds of ways. <laughs> Money, mozzarella sticks, whatever you want to do. <laughs> Bella Tessin will fill up. So, what was your first um, um, performance like? Like, where, wh- how, how did that get set up for you? Like, what was that moment like? Uh, my first performance was not like a lot of comics. Cause like I said, I started in burlesque. Yeah. So it was to a couple hundred people in a theater. <laughs> oh God. Um, terrifying. Yeah. yeah it, and it was, it was terrifying. Yeah. I was a, I was a theater major in college. My father calls it my BA and BS <laughs> and, uh, good old Midwestern dad. <laughs> Very supportive man. Oh, yeah. He builds houses, drinks beer, drives a truck. He's conservative, and I'm just his queer, witchy, little redheaded stepchild. Oh, we love the witches here. Um, I am one for the man called Jesus. Not practicing currently. Um, oh, oh, yeah. I love that dude. I think he's cool as hell. Um, it's his followers. It's like, his I'm not a huge fan. Followers. Yeah. Yeah. Who, like, too. fuck shit up. Um, but so we, we we love the witches here. Yeah, we do. See, that's fun. It, it, what most people don't know about me, and I get to, like, dunk on some people, is I was raised Baptist. Oh, my fucking God. So I intensely know the Bible. The shit I that I know about Leviticus. Like, <laughs> bitch, I done read it. I, I read it. Yeah. Yes, yeah, Leviticus says homosexuality, but that wasn't put in there until 1946, babes. Before that, it referred to pedophilia. No, oh, <laughs> and it, also you eat shrimp and wear clothes of mixed cloth. So shut up. Yeah, yeah. Like and if you're if you're, you if you're a fucking Hasidic or Jew, like I okay, you have a right to believe that. I believe because you also follow all the other shit in there. Like you won't sit on a chair if your wife's on her period. <laughs> she sat on that chair. Like you're that intense. Like okay, fine. You can you can you can like think I'm bad for being. You get a write off. Whatever you you have a shitty enough life that you deprive yourself of all wonderful things, um, so you get to believe whatever you want. But yeah, no, I I was raised Baptist, yeah. and we did like it was intense, man. We did these things called Bible drills, and they made it a game. You mm. hold your Bible by its spine, right, and put it straight up in the air, pages towards heaven, mm-hmm. and then they would <laughs> shout. A, a, a verse oh and you'd have to find it and the first person who yeah. find, found it got a prize they were Pavlo's donging us yeah um, <laughs> you're very Pavlovian um, so I was, was like a youth leader like, I can't fucking read yet yeah. why are you having us do this so they'd be like Deuteronomy 3 4 and I'm like I can't spell Deuteronomy this is bull oh my god I just um, learned my name in class <laughs> I I grew up Pentecostal um, oh I, bitch <laughs> Bitch, we waving arms up in here. No, I was not that kind of Pentecostal. Um, Definitely wore pants, not jeans. I'm too fat. Um, (laughs) That's just my nightmare. Um, But yeah, I was a youth leader for a few years. And um, I don't think we ever uh, forced the children to raise the Bible up to heaven. But we did the same thing. And now I have immense guilt. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was rough. It was, it is. And then I briefly, because I came home crying 
one day from church to my grand Italian grandmother, and I said, "I'm so sad. I have Jewish friends, and they're going to hell." And she goes, "Who told you that?" And I said, "My youth pastor." She goes, "You're not going back there. You're coming to mass with me." So she took me to Catholic church for a couple of years. So I've got like a little little mixture in there. That's a whole. So now kind of I, I just have this really great lexicon in my head for shutting down like terrible people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I believe it. I bet yeah. you do. So, because they can quote Bible quotes at me all day, and I'm like, okay, yeah, but what if? Exactly. Yeah. And we've talked about that. You know, I have a pretty fucked up history with religion and stuff like that. And, you know, Kayla has her own stuff too. Um, I I think, unfortunately, a lot of people have a bad story about church. Yeah. Um, And it's pretty sad. So, do you and your husband do anything like that for, you know, no. your, I mean, not like forcing them to go to church or anything like that, but like, what are your no. thoughts on that as like a parent in this world today? I think it's important to let your kids decide for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I think the best thing you can do is be like, oh, you want to read the Bible? Cool. This is also a Quran. This is also a Torah. Right. You know, this is, you know, this is this is Wicca. This is Hindu. You know, there's all these different beautiful religions out there, and I think my children have a right to choose whatever they want to choose. But it's important that they make their own journey. Yeah. Because the yeah. minute you're like, "This is bullshit. This didn't actually happen this way." Yada yeah. yada yada. And it's hard because my my mother likes to take them to church, and I'm like, I don't really care because they're eight and six so they're just making like you know lamb crafts at this point like put the cotton ball on the paper and like he's the lamb it's Easter's free daycare yeah. free daycare right. yeah right but then they ask me questions like hey mom is everything in the bible true right. mom what is the there blood some historical events that definitely happened in there yeah you know it's you gotta let kids kind of figure it out for themselves, man. Right. You 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 try and guide them the best you can, but I think religion, especially, is something that's so deeply personal. Yeah. That you gotta just let them figure it out. Exactly. I, I believe whatever you want to believe, as long as you're not infringing on the beliefs of others. Yeah. yeah. It's the best way I can put it. We're definitely we're we're doing a motherhood series um, for May, uh, and um, we have a pretty digress. diverse group of individuals kind of coming together for that so we're very interested definitely with that um because everybody's thoughts are different you know parenting styles are different i mean shit there's a whole hulu show like show on hulu of different parenting dynamics and they're all figuring out which is best Right. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. it. Yeah, and they're like putting, they're like challenging their kids. Yeah. And stuff. Yeah. I think. I, yeah, I think I've heard about that. Yeah. Well, and then it's Sorry, also just so up in the air because your kid could still just turn out to be a crazy fucking psycho, no matter what you. No like. matter the environment. So, yeah. So. Um, Who are you not? <laughs> I have the triad of psychopathy memorized. Like I. <laughs> It's, it's bedwetting, fire starting, and animals hurting. Those are the three things you got to work out with. Everything else, they can be a little weird. It's fine without, you know, raising. So, which one of your children is exhibiting any of those, if not all? Uh, none of them, but the boy's weird. 
That's fair. You gotta have <laughs> at least like one lot. weird one. I love if him. You I love him more. I love my children more than anything. But he's a little odd. I was so. walking up the stairs the other day, <laughs> and I I I walk up the stairs, and at the top of our stairs is the kids' bathroom. So I get halfway up the stairs, and I look up, and he's just naked, crouched on the toilet, with both feet on the seat, with his ass hovering above the toilet. We make eye contact. And I said, hey, man, what you doing? He goes, trying something? <laughs> no. No, no. No, no. Your anus can be no more than a couple inches above the water. Bring her down. Bring her down. Yeah, you gotta have weird. one weird one. If oh you don't, then God. you're a failure. I'm dying. Oh, no, yeah. Boys, boys are, boys are weird, man. So do you um, do you talk about your kids in your stand-ups? I do. I do. I usually. I would. Yeah. I usually don't say their names. Yeah. Um, because I ha- because I have a stage name. Yeah. yeah. So you know I, I'm delicatessen. I'll talk about my husband. My husband's Subway. Uh, my son Jimmy John, uh, my baby Cosmos. Um, you know, we'll just put those in there. But you, you, yeah, I think the most authentic comedy is when you're talking about your life and what yeah. you're experiencing yeah. and what you're living. Yeah. And right now, they are like my whole life. Like yeah. you know, I, I don't have conversations with my friends about, hey, you got to wipe your ass better, otherwise your <laughs> underwear is going to get stained. <laughs> You love Pikachu. If you don't wipe your ass better, he's going to turn into Raichu because he's going to be brown. Could you coach Nicole on uh, being gassy? Ass wiping? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I am a very gassy bitch, and it always seems like Fine. I start to get gassy as soon as we start these interviews. Uh-huh. I'm not even going to lie. Mm-hmm. Like, I walked into Kayla's apartment, and I said, man, I just farted, and it was hot. I don't know what that means. <laughs> like, we'll see how tonight goes. Oh, yeah. You got, you got them peppercini farts. <laughs> yeah. It's not bad, but it's got the spice to it. Yeah. It's just, it just, it's just yeah. a little warm. Like, it's... <laughs> yeah. Uh, fair warning, uh, after you have kids, that does not get better. Mm. Um, and actually, you need to stop trusting your farts as soon as you poop out a baby, because... <laughs> Sometimes it's shit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh, I just love. I'm adding this so that to much. the list of not having children. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> Kayla. I I uh, am oh, the great choice. I am the <laughs> um, sperm to egg wanter, and she is the sperm to egg not wanter, um, which is fine. Yeah, it makes makes for very good conversation. So um, nothing but Clorox down there, man. Yeah, yeah. Bleach she's she's freaking she's freaking <laughs> douching with bleach over here. Like she's just <laughs> baby. That's gonna mess up your pH. Now. <laughs> <laughs> mess up your pH. <laughs> oh my god! Why does my vagina? Why does my vagina smell lemon fresh and death at the same time? <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> that Lysol leprosy or something. <laughs> So can't do that. I asked Josh this question too, and he really didn't have an answer to it. But I'm always curious when it comes to stuff like this of like entertainment in the community, especially in the Midwest, Mm -hmm. because the Midwest, the people in the Midwest are fucking psycho. Like we have zero fear or regard for anything. 
truly, yeah. no, truly. You're absolutely right. Um, we, oh, yeah. we, we literally wear shorts in 30 degree weather. <laughs> like we stand we just, outside when there's a tornado. Yes. Yeah. We fucking eat cheeseburgers with Krispy Kremes as the buns. Like we don't give a fuck. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what has been your craziest um, stand up or like show experience i love stories like this like like what has been something you were like what the fuck like a wild heckler those kinds of things uh hecklers hecklers are not a problem for me i know a lot of comedians hate them but me that's just blood in the water oh 100 percent. like you you think you're funny but they're paying me to be here my guy <laughs> I, I promise i'm funnier and meaner than you <laughs> and people are all look, watching me like on, i'm the one under the light right now. yes yeah. you yes. watch me beat your ass too bro everybody loves you on see who gives a shit um i had a drunk lady i i hosted the midwest burlesque festival oh, so cool. in wichita kansas uh we're in this beautiful old theater that had a stage with steps leading up to it. And, and, like, on the main floor of the theater, there are these nice tables that people paid for, dinner service and all that, people in the balconies. It was a really gorgeous, beautiful time. And this lady got drunk, and it was her first burlesque show. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first time. And we had a performer, uh, a boylesque performer, a... Uh, a person who identifies as non-binary but presents as male. Okay. Um, you know, and they had on a thong, and they did not have on a cup, so not a lot was left to the imagination. <laughs> it was a great time. Dick, but they dick, met over dick, and like dick. worked on the stairs, like it's kind of like, oh, I'm a little closer to you, isn't this fun? And this drunk woman got up and started slapping their ass. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. And. Any any burlesque show I do, I go over the rules. Like the first thing, yeah. the first thing is don't touch the dancers, or security will touch you. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the rule. The second rule is sometimes the dancers will like get close to you, or per, or like you know ask you to help peel off a glove or sit on your lap. You can also say no. You just hold out your hand very gently and goes, "That's my purse. I don't know you." <laughs> and they won't. <laughs> <laughs> but this lady was slapped and like they came backstage and were startled. Like yeah. I've never been groped on stage before. Yeah, and I'm like, well, because it's a burlesque show, like people generally, you know, yeah. usually know. I mean, not that there needs to be a difference, but it's also like no. I'm not here as your petting zoo. Yeah. No, of course. And I mean, burlesque is a very different animal than traditional theater. And yeah, this is or or stripping, field. right? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, we want. We want you to interact. We yeah. want you to yell. We want you to shout. It's the only place like you can kind of cat call. Honestly, we, yeah. we love it when you're like, "Take it off yeah. or show us, yeah, show us." You know that's yeah. fine. But if you're like, "Let me lick your pussy," I'm gonna come fucking break your teeth out. <laughs> oh like, my god! As it should be, genuinely. Oh my god! No, you. Do you realize yeah. how much I'm? First of all, no. Secondly, you know how much I'm sweating right now. <laughs> like. <laughs> How marinated right. do you want this to be? <laughs> I don't think you understand what the pork flaps are cooking under these things. <laughs> the ham is honey glazed. I promise you that. I have the meat sweats. Like, <laughs> oh, dude. Okay. Listen, I I was born fat with no ass. So God has Same. a sense of humor. Um, Kayla has um, a big old juicy ass. Me, yeah. no. 
No. Love it. Love it. I go shoulder blades to ankles. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just the worst. But he did give me a pretty pussy. I got what I call the Homer Simpson pussy. If you ever, like, Homer Simpson's mouth sideways, where it's just, like, the two little things. Like, it's great. Everything's good. And it's, it's, it's compact. Okay. So it's very aesthetically pleasing. Yeah. So it's surrounded by, like, you know, the curtain of my belly and my thighs. So it is not always, like, the freshest rose in the garden. Yeah. Hundo percent. Oh, and I, I, I learned I wasn't washing it right for 20-some fucking Wait, years. Wait, hold on. Listen, that shit fucking happens, dude. Wait. This my sister important. and I had this whole conversation with our mom a couple it, weeks ago, oh, yeah. Okay, uh, uh, maybe you should talk yeah. about this because am I uninformed? I'm, I'm yeah. always nervous I saw about your fa- I saw I saw the wheels in your head start turning <laughs> like, fuck. Am I? What am I, I doing? Washing my pussy right, so I, I learned, and I confirmed this with my gynecologist, so you are not supposed to put soap inside. The, it's only supposed to go on the outside. The mons pubis and maybe the labia majora. Like the outside. Maybe. But anything when it starts to turn like pink or with the juicy parts, you are not supposed to put soap That's on. That's where it BV just starts. Water. It's just supposed to be water, baby. It's and just warm water. That. Just warm water. You can just warm water. Like if you put soap under your like if you have an I have an apron belly, if you put soap under there and you wash it, those suds yep. that wash down your bits, that's plenty. It absolutely. just needs to be warm water. What? BV starts with soap. The fuck? Listen, the, some soap on the inside, like where your thigh meets your yeah. Like I get that. That yeah. gets sweaty, that's fine. But yeah, you are not supposed to have soap in there. No. She is a self-flushing system yes. down there. She's beautiful. She functions great. And like I get it. The instinct to put some Dawn dish soap down there after <laughs> you fell asleep when you're when the man No, when you're with a man and like he splooges in you and you're too tired to get up and pee and you wake up and you've got that clam bake down there and you're mm. like bleh, bleh. I hate myself. I hate everything about that. And you go to the shower, you definitely want yeah, right, girl? Yeah. You definitely want to take like the fucking foamiest foam you can and just like fist yourself to get that smell out of you. <laughs> do you guys Don't like do see it. my reaction yeah, right now? I, I am and like and I can't stressed. believe that your I own OB same, never told you way. that. Because I, I, I have same way. a difficult history with my vagina. Yeah. I have mm-hmm. vagina dysmorphia. I hate her. Mm. I I hate her. I hate her existence. Now, I appreciate her for the things that she does, but her and I are not cool. You're frenemies. We're frenemies. Oh, I love that. Unfortunately, (laughs) we're like frenemies for life. Oh my, I always thought like I knew that like she was like a self like washing system, but I always thought that mm-hmm. meant in terms of like people who douched or mm-hmm. people who like no, internally. Yeah. I thought internally, not like internally externally. Technically, nope. technically, whenever wherever it starts to turn pink, that is considered internal. I'm so. What do the girlies do who are roast beef? Girl, you, like the car wash, you just put the sprayer down there and the things. Fucking facts. I mean, I don't. I've, yeah. You use soap? I don't have roast beef, but yeah. I don't have roast beef either. I'm very... So, here's my we thing. Love, we love the babies out there with roast beef. No, absolutely. Oh, sorry. So, Shit. Your, your dodge is pretty, but roast beef is an apt description. Yeah. Yes. Don't at me. 
Yeah. Like, sorry. Just like a Homer Simpson mouth. Yeah, hundo. Right. Um, man, I'm like shooketh right now. That's, Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna test drive that. Um, Mm -hmm. I wonder if my, my, my girl will need time to like reflect. Probably. Well, (laughs) you might discharge more. I'm already a discharge queen. Right. But that might be just the reset. Huh. Maybe you're discharging so much because you're putting yeah. soap on. Oh my god, yeah, Della! Again, not a medical doctor, but but hers did agree. No, I asked my gynecologist. Yeah. I'm like, hey, I read this thing on the internet, and I've never had BV in my entire like, life. Yeah, no, don't don't put soap on or a yeast infection. Oh my god, I'm a chronic UTI mm-hmm. BV yeast infection princess. Oh, I have a hilarious story about a UTI. Tell me. Two hilarious stories about a UTI. Okay, Tell them both. so I was <laughs> my first semester of college. I went to a private school in Wisconsin, That's and uh, it was horrific. I hated it there, and I was also. But it was the first time I was on my own when I was eighteen years old. So I drank solely Mountain Dew. That's it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I had a drop of water the entire like <laughs> semester. And so, lo and behold, I ended up at the ER with the worst UTI of my life. Jesus, bitch, you were about to die. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't have. I didn't have a car, so I went to my guy friend's dorm. I'm like, Dylan, I need you to take me to the hospital. And he's like, why? I said, I can't tell you. So then I call my grandmother, who I'm very close with, and he's trying to talk to her on the phone because I'm crying because I'm in so much pain. And he's like, Megan, she wants to know what's wrong. Tell me what's wrong. And I'm like, my vagina hurts. He goes, ma'am, she says it's her vagina. (laughs) No, ma'am, I don't know. No, No, ma'am, it it was not me. No, (laughs) ma'am. He took me to the ER where this lovely Indian doctor told me I have a very pretty vagina and that's always stuck with me. And they gave me meds for the UTI and he waited the whole time. So shout out uh, Dylan Tate, wherever you are, you gentlemen. But that's not the man you married. Huh? That's not the man you married. No, it's not. We were never involved. He was just a really good friend. But he clearly Um, knew enough about your vagina. (laughs) He did. He learned a lot that day. Um, but the best UTI story I have, again, said grand, my uh, Italian grandmother is very sweet, but she has tried to kill me on multiple t- occasions. Um, sometimes not on purpose. When my husband was in Afghanistan, I stayed with my grandparents because I'm like, why buy a house when he's not going to be there yeah, or right. save money? Yeah. And I got a UTI. Because I, again, had not really associated uh, water as a need for life. And so I got meds. And she's like, well, I'll go to Kroger and pick up your meds for you. And I got to get Papa's meds anyway. So, okay, thanks, Grandma. And I was in bed because I was sick, dude. It was awful. And she's feeding me these pills four times a day, three days in. We're 12 pills in. She kicks open my door at 7 a.m. and goes, get up, we gotta go to the hospital. And I immediately get out of bed because I'm like, oh shit, you're old, what, what, what's wrong? <laughs> and she's like, listen, we just gotta get you to the hospital. I said, why? She goes, I, I just, I made a mistake and we gotta get you to the hospital. <laughs> what mistake did you make? She goes, well, you know, I accidentally gave Papa your UTI medicine and you Papa's medicine. I said, what's Papa's medicine? What's Papa's medicine? <laughs> she goes, it's his prostate medicine. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. I'm like, well, I don't think that's a pro- Just get in the car. So we get there, and the very bemused ER doctor told her that my prostate was fine. Yeah. Um, and I thought it was looking real good. 
and it couldn't hurt me because yeah. I don't have a prostate. <laughs> now, I spent years on this medication. I don't know. We'd have, we'd have created a little scientific study, I guess. But no, it's the four days. It's fine. Um, and he goes, but I'm surprised your husband didn't notice a change in urine color or smell. So she comes home and she yells at him. She goes, why didn't you tell me your pee was orange? She goes, well, I don't know. I thought it was something you cooked. Oh my God. Well, men, well, men in general, that is an, uh, the epitome well, of men. Well, your prostate is fine, but your UTI has now gone to your kidneys. <laughs> yeah, no, I had to call my doctor and explain to him. I'm like, I need a refill on the UTI medicine. And he was like, why is it not going away? I'm like, nah, I just, I'm down 12 pills because my grandpa took them. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God! I oh my Jesus God! Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> one. Uh, she's she is the light of my life, my grandmother, my Nona. But she just is not an observant person. <laughs> like one time, I slept with my contacts in, and I needed eye drops, and so she got them for me. And I got them home, and I put them in my eye, and I started screaming. She accidentally picked up eardrops. Oh my God! Um, yeah, the first layer. She of really is trying to my eye. I had to wear an eye patch to high school for a week. It was. <laughs> great for my social life i actually know somebody who thought that they used babe like it, it was a woman who thought that they used baby powder like down there like you know for your chafing and they yeah. use like foot powder <laughs> oh god oh that medicated tingling yes you know but that can be a little fun though if you i know you, you might you, you might get a little special yeah, you might get a little <laughs> spicy <laughs> look Little gold vine. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of a minty feel. I love a good vagina story. Um, the best compliment oh, yeah. anybody ever gave me, not even just vagina related, just all together, was my waxes told me that I ha I was a good waxer. Like I had a good vagina for waxing. And oh. that's actually something that I That's high praise. That's high. Especially high for praise. a plus size woman yeah and yeah. i tell yeah i would put that on my business card no for real i i tell a lot of people that <laughs> i tell people that i should not tell that we'll put that on your headstone yeah yeah actually we should we should put oh put that in every episode footnote that we do that's a good idea um absolutely della do you do you rock a bush do you do you get lasered do you wax <laughs> Before I had my kids, I was part of the bald pussy brigade. I wanted it all gone. I didn't want it there. I shaved for a long time, oh, and then God. I went to waxes. And now that I've had three kids, I'm like, I don't care. It's <laughs> fucking blown out anyway. <laughs> so, so, a damn. so what does it actually look like? Did, did you do uh, natural birth times three? I tried. I pushed. I pushed the first two out. Uh -huh. So Lily, uh, my my oldest daughter was seven eleven. Uh, my son was nine fucking pounds. Mm -hmm. Oh, and here oh. he is squatting like a fucking cat on the toilet. Oh like, my no, god! Like a, yeah, he looked like Gollum when looking for a fish <laughs> on top of the fucking yeah. <laughs> So he's nine pounds. They laid him on my chest, and I start rubbing his head. I'm like, oh, my little boy. And this nurse looks at me and goes, he's not little. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm <on> duty. <laughs> Thanks. Relax. Thanks, Carol. Three seconds old. <laughs> and then uh, my last one, my little my little golden girl. Um, I say that because she's named after two golden girls. Um, <laughs> I tried real hard to push her out, but she's got a 
big old head mm-hmm. and was like, no. So then my doctor, after 24 hours of labor, came in and he's like, hey, bud, <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to go in and get her. <laughs> and I was like, ah, shit. Search and rescue. I mean, but, yeah. but at that point, are you even like, do you even care at that point? Like 20? 20- uh, I, cry- I cried. Yeah. I, yeah. I really didn't want a C-section because yeah. the recovery sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But I went. In, I went in, and um, they had me drugged up pretty good. They asked me if they wanted to lower the curtain. I said, "Oh, no, thank you, no thanks." Um, <laughs> but my husband stood up and watched. And the anesthesiologist was like, oh, "Oh, buddy, if you're queasy, I wouldn't look." He's like, "I've got it a deer before. This is fine." <laughs> Same thing. And of course, I'm just like, "Thank you for that." <laughs> <laughs> Man's been to war. Seeing my energy, <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, to he's fine. He's he's like honestly, like, do you care if I bring a few other people in? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys got some interns. You want to? You want to learn something? Fine. No, the scariest part about a C-section is, um, and thankfully, my brother-in-law is a NICU nurse, uh-huh. and he warned me about this. Is they don't actually cut you open. They make a small incision and then they rip you open. What the f- oh, oh my god! I did not know that. I thought it was just yep. all scalpel, just like nope. The scalpel gets through like uh, the first couple, la- the first like little bite, and then they just put their hands in and they rip you open. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. You're okay. like so you're blowing my reason mind. Reason twenty seven yeah. not to get pregnant. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! Honestly, uh, that yeah. one made me queasy. Oh. None of the talk about and the then, vagina, and then. I didn't know this, but, like, Sophia, we were in the hospital for five damn days to make sure, you know, I didn't bleed out or rip open or whatever. And, like, she's all phlegmy and, like, snotty. And I'm like, why is she sick? And they're like, oh, no, C-section babies just have a lot more fluids. And I'm like, why? And they said, oh, because she didn't come through the birth canal. I'm like, because she didn't get juiced? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't fucking realize that. I mean, I, I, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense because, like, if you were to deliver... Well, did your water break? Eventually. They had they scheduled my C-section. Or no, they scheduled to induce me uh, because on the ultrasound, Sophia looked uh, 13 pounds. Oh, my fucking God. And so, like, we did that ultrasound and my doctor called me... 20 minutes after I got done with the ultrasound appointment, which never happens, he's like, hey, bud. <laughs> I, he goes, you got a monster in there. And I'm like, that's comforting. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. He's like, how do you feel about being induced? And at this point, I'm, you know, 180 weeks pregnant. So I'm like, yeah, whatever yeah. you want. <laughs> Light a fire up there and smoke her out. I don't care. Get her out of me. <laughs> don't give a shit. Put a chicken nugget at the end of the table and let her crawl out. <laughs> Come here, boy. Yeah. Here. Get out of me. Here, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you think about that picture that was going around recently about the baby who came out holding the IUD? Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> I live. Um, <laughs> I live. But honestly, it's just... It, it, birth is scary, man. It's yeah. the closest you come to death as a woman. That's very, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know... But I can't tell you what true pain is because I've never been kicked in the balls. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) The the men love when you tell that joke, don't they? (laughs) Yeah. Well, see, it's hard. There's so many misconceptions about birth because 
you get an epidural, and when I walked in and went, okay, I'm going to get an epidural, oh, I'm not going to feel anything. They're like, well, you'll feel pressure. I'm like, okay, yeah, I can take pressure. They don't tell you the pressure still fucking hurts. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't hurt probably as much as my sister-in-law who gave birth naturally three times, which, you know, gold star, whatever. But <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> I didn't know that it was still going to hurt. So yeah. it started hurting a lot, and I think my I'm like my epidural is wearing off. And my doctor goes, "Oh no, that's a head. It's time to push." I'm like, well, "It's not supposed to hurt this much." And he's like, "Oh, it is. Oh, it is. God. Just... Super nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, but they had to place my first uh, epidural three times because oh. uh, they kept missing. And so when oh I went in for my second baby, I'm like, hey, they had to place my first epidural three times. I'd really like to do it right the first time. Yeah. This time. Please. I so just my doctor's need like, you okay, to cool. do better. Once we get it in, well, the answer is just like, once we get it in, I'll flush something in there. And that'll tell me immediately if it's in because you'll feel like this, like, kind of cold sensation. I'm like, oh, cool. So we did that. And my blood pressure bottomed out. <laughs> and all these alarms start going off. And 14 nurses come running in. Oh. And uh, my midwife comes in and looks like she's about to slit someone's throat and just looks at the anesthesiologist and goes, what did you do? And he's like, I know, it's my bad, my bad. He's very casual about it. <laughs> Meanwhile, my, my vision's getting fuzzy around the edges, and I look over at my husband, and it is the first and only time I've ever seen that six-foot war veteran scared. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, because I'm very pale. I'm naturally just yeah. kind of translucent colored. Yeah, love um, it. He said I got paler, which I didn't know could happen. <laughs> so, like, paler for you is literally, like, deceased. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, no, it was actually, he said kind of blue. I was going to say the next shade is blue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. For real. For real. Yeah, so um, that was that was cool. Oh, yeah, we should have we should have just had you on the motherhood series because you're fucking me <laughs> I up can do right that now. Too. No, but it's 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 unique. My kids know I do comedy, so yeah. I'll be like, "Hey, mom's going to a joke show tonight," and my daughter will be like, "I hope you're funny," and I'm like, "Me too." <laughs> I hope you're funny, Mom. Me yeah, too. thank you. And then they they try to tell me jokes, and they don't really make sense. <laughs> and so the mother in me wants to fake laugh, but the comic in me wants to make fun of them. So no, hard. no. We don't we don't instill false security. Mm. We tell them it's not funny. Like <laughs> yeah, like well and I also tell them they're way funnier when they're not trying to be funny. Like yeah. my, my husband was playing uh, God of War the other day and uh he did some and my my son goes, Oh, that guy's a dummy ass. Okay, what did you say? <laughs> he goes, That guy, he rolled off the edge, he's a dummy ass. I said a bad word he goes dummy i said no ass he goes well you learn something new every day (laughs) (laughs) so are i mean because with three children it's really a toss-up on personalities right do you see any three of your children being exceptionally not cool like not funny like oh not funny this Um, this is the dry one like (laughs) Like, yeah, we're going to have baby, to work on you. The baby's real. She doesn't put up with a lot of bullshit. The, the 11 um, month old is. <laughs> yeah. Nah, she's real. She's real salty about things. Like, she. Like, most babies, like, you know, you do peekaboo and they laugh. She'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> because I have, like, met some children who, like. Because normally, sometimes, like, kids between, like, the ages of, like, 
4 to like 11 are just fucking hilarious Mm. but i have met some kids where i'm like you're the most debbie downer motherfucker (laughs) i have ever and you know what a lot of those kids um i taught in youth group (laughs) funny enough um but you but sometimes like it's like are are you good child like are are your parents laughing with you (laughs) like (laughs) they just have uh higher expectations to uh, yeah to make laugh yeah so coming from a mother who's a comedian like any of your kids like man you are just you you're not going to be the life of the party like (laughs) um my daughter is a my oldest daughter is a lot like me when i was a child very anal retentive okay very obsessed with uh good grades yeah and being liked um and i didn't get didn't get the 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 memo until i was older that none of that shit matters yeah yeah Yeah. make yourself happy that's what matters yeah so i i can definitely see like i mean she's kind of a snitch now (laughs) so i can definitely see her being like is that alcohol in that 10 gallon (laughs) drum in the garage (laughs) yeah that that joke was insensitive how dare you oh yeah that that's something um i love a good joke that make people gasp i yeah. don't like a joke that punches down no yeah yeah for sure so like uh you know you making fun of a celebrity that's fine they're yeah. they're they're public figures they're they're rich who gives a shit you making yeah. fun of uh bipoc communities or the lgbtqpia community Ah, fuck off. Yeah. So... You know, that, that's where I stand on that. People are like, oh, you can't be... P- oh, no, it's so PC. Cancel culture. I can't be funny anymore. If you if you can't be funny anymore, you were never funny in the first place. Right. Shit. Right. And I think that that's a big issue that people are having now with comedy. Yeah. You have a lot of these old school comedians now. Um, I don't know if you yeah. know who... Um, if you're like a YouTube kid, I'm definitely a YouTube kid. Um, but, um, one of my favorite podcasters, and I've talked about him before, um, Ethan Klein, he, he talks a lot about, like, the comedy world, and he does take it a little bit far sometimes in terms of just, like, oh, God, like, you're, you're so cringe funny right now, but he talks a lot about, like, the Dave Chappelle's and a lot of these old school, you know, men, it's always the men. Yeah. Who were like, I can't make fun of gay people anymore. Like, ah, uh, I'm, or, you know, Roseanne Barr is another one, too. Yeah. Like, oh, fuck her. God. I, I can't stand her. Dude. I, you know, you just, you get on this high horse about, like, oh, you can't make fun of people anymore. Yeah, you can. You just gotta be fucking funny. Yeah, you just, just you just gotta do it in a funny fucking way. Like, nobody be finds. Funny and don't punch yeah. down. Yeah. 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 Chelsea Handler just had another special on Netflix and I've always been a Chelsea fan. Always. I yeah, watched yeah. her when she had her night sh- her uh nighttime show, Chewy. her interview. Yeah, I know. Chewy. And um I watched her when she had her uh Chelsea does. She's, yeah. she has grown a lot. I like Chelsea Handler more now than I did ten years I ago. I agree. And in this special, that's actually something that she brought up. She was like, um, Look, I'm hilarious and I'm not putting anybody down. I'm yeah. hilarious and I'm not being racist. Yeah. Like, it's really that fucking easy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just, 
there's an overcorrection of sorts. Yeah. I know I know our time's almost up, so I'll tell you one of my more well-known jokes that you guys probably haven't heard, but a lot of people who know me have heard this joke a lot. And it does involve a, a race factor. And you guys can tell me if I'd get canceled for it or not. Hang on one second. So I'm going to tell you the story about my friend Whitney's uh, shittiest boyfriend. Hang on one second. Let me pause this real quick. Wait, just, just yeah. pause. All right, you're all clear. Good to go? Yep. yep. So we go to this party at my friend Reggie's house. That is his real name. He has given me express permission to use his name because he loves this story. Uh, we walk in and he's like, okay, hey, in the front room, uh, some of the people are playing video games. We got beer pog here in the dining room that you walked into. The kitchen is the jungle juice community drink. You can put your stuff in the fridge. Oh, and um, Cocaine Joe and a bunch of the Mexicans from work are doing coke in the basement. So don't go down there unless you want to do coke. Okay. So I um, text my friend Brittany. I'm like, hey, yeah, come through. Come through this party. My, I, I know these people. I'll vouch for you. And uh, she brings her, her boyfriend who's just a douchebag. And he walks in, they get the same spiel from Reggie, and he's like, oh, I'm going to go do coke. And she's like, uh, no, you're not. Mm-hmm. I was just joking. Jesus Christ, get a life, babe. I'm like, oh, you're lovely. <laughs> lovely. They get in some sort of argument, and they're out yelling at each other on the front lawn. So Reggie goes out, and he's like, hey, guys, how are you? Um, <laughs> so I understand you're going through it right now. You can <laughs> use my bedroom if you want to keep talking. Uh, but could you not scream on the front lawn because there's a bunch of coke in the basement? Bang. <laughs> <laughs> and my friend was super drunk at this point, so she's like, fuck you. And he's like, fuck me, get off my property. <laughs> and so they jumped in her uh, yellow Pontiac Aztec, which tells you everything Jesus. you need to know about her as a person. And Goals. they drive away. Ten minutes later, the boyfriend comes back. Oh, and he's like, fuck that bitch, I jumped out of the car. And I'm like, oh. you Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. And you came back. Okay. So he heads downstairs. My friend Reggie is a good person and went down there to try and like calm him down. Brings him upstairs. And there's a girl standing kind of by the sink. Just doesn't know him. He doesn't know her. But apparently she looked at him funny. And so he got in her face and goes, what are you looking at, bitch? So Reggie puts him in a headlock and just very calmly says, we don't talk to ladies that way here. Love Reggie. Yes. Mm-hmm. We stand Reggie. Something I haven't told you about my friend Reginald is <laughs> that um, Reginald is a black man. And so this boy, Cody, decided that he was going to call Reginald the one thing you should oh, probably ever call a black man, fuck. especially one that has you in a headlock. Oh, shit. So, but really cool. Never seen basketball played with a human head before. <laughs> start getting the girls out of the kitchen i mean it's a little misogynistic but i understand their instinct is oh we don't want you guys accidentally get hurt but of course me i'm taking off my earrings going what the fuck did he call my friend yeah trying to get in there my husband's grabbing me by the back of the shirt going i don't want to go to jail tonight please don't (laughs) Don't forget there's coke here honey (laughs) yeah stop it so they get cody out in the driveway i call my friend and i go hey and she goes I'm so sorry that we got in that fight. And I promise one day I'm going to find a man that you will like. And I'm like, I doubt that. But That's the least of our concerns one? right now, bitch. Like, come get your dude. Would you, would you come pick him back up? And she goes, 
I'll be right there. (laughs) So my husband, my buddy Ed, they have him corralled kind of at the end of the driveway, just letting him talk. All the ruckus in the kitchen had disturbed the Mexicans in the basement. (laughs) Now, I'm not saying that as a generalization. I'm saying each one of these people that I talk to and know their names are from Mexico. And they all happened to work in the kitchen at IHOP at the time. (laughs) Which is how they were there because Reggie was also a server at IHOP at the time. So the first one comes out and he said, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, this guy is just drunk. He's crazy. He's his rights coming. It's all good. He goes, oh, okay, okay. The second guy comes out and he doesn't speak as much English. He's like, what happened? So I was able to relay to him kind of like what's going on, you know, and he understood enough that he was like, okay. The third gentleman came out and him no hablo English. Me? No hablo Espanol. (laughs) I understood a few words that he was staggering around and saying the first uh was uh blanco diablo oh fuck white 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 devil okay you've talked to reggie okay (laughs) and then he said cojones i'm like "Ah, i know that means balls oh fuck. okay all right and the third word i understood because it was emphasized by a prop the third word was machete (laughs) and he pulls out a fucking rusty machete and starts walking towards the end of the driveway. Oh, fuck. So I call out to my friend Greg, who took Spanish in freshman year of high school. I was like, Greg, help. And he turns to him and is like, no mas. <laughs> and is standing there like Gandalf trying to keep the ball rolling. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, like a literal white knight, Cocaine Joe comes running out of the house, speaking perfect fucking Spanish. Perfect. <laughs> and he, I, uh, he staves off Cesar, I learned later was his name. Um... And Brittany comes and picks him up, and he goes, and it's fine. And I go up to Cocaine Joe, also known as Joe Kane, and I said, Joe, I didn't know you spoke Spanish. She goes, oh, no, man, I just speak drug dealer Spanish. Oh. And I'm like, well, you uh, you saved that guy's life. And he goes, the fucking racist? Fuck that guy. I said, oh, well, then why did you stop Cesar? He goes, that's my fucking machete. Oh, He's mad that he got that Caesar had gotten it out of his car. So, oh my God, white devil, Jesus, Blanco Diablo. Oh man, okay. white devil, I'm with you. What hi. else? Hi, hi. Okay. okay, so what are we doing with him? <laughs> what, what's happening? I really don't care, except I don't want to talk to a police officer tonight. Yeah, don't yeah. forget, guys. There's coke here. Um, I actually, um, uh-huh. uh, let's do air quotes. Dated. Um, People can infer that however they want to. A guy for a little bit who um, who did coke when he partied, um, but he um, partied like four days a week. Yeah, so, I also um, yeah, quote no, not, dated somebody not a like that. Balance, babe. Not yeah, a yeah. I've never done. I've never done hard drugs. No, no. I nope, nope. I've had. Uh, I've I taken drink, an edible one I, time. I, I eat donuts. That's not a hard drug. Yeah, that's hard <laughs> enough for me because I put it down after that. So, okay, so we're, we're kind of ending our time here. We don't want to keep you too long. We know you're an hour ahead there. But you are on the Women in Business series for this month. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Tell us your thoughts and personal feelings about being a woman in the comedy world. Yeah. Okay, so uh, male comics, there are three kinds and how they will treat you. The first kind is very cool, very welcoming, 
uh, you're a peer, you're an equal, they're the rare kind. Uh, the other kind is they won't speak to you, either because they're afraid, because you've got the lady bits, or they don't think you're worth their time because yeah. you're a female. And the third kind will try to sleep with you. And then tell a joke about it. Yeah. Right. Um, so as a woman in business, the first thing is rally other women around you. Yeah. Other cheerleaders, other successful people. Get uh, some kind of mentorship going. Yeah. If you want to do something, find someone that you think is really good at it and right. ask them questions. Yeah. Even if it's just going for coffee one day and yeah. just picking their brain. Do that. And the, the, the other big advice I can advise is get out there and do the damn thing. You are so much more capable and powerful than you're willing to give yourself credit for. I don't care who you are. So harness that mm -hmm. and do what you love. Mm -hmm. And you will succeed. And modern current of success is not selling out, uh, you know, stadiums or anything like that. It's living authentically and doing what makes your soul happy. Oh, and that is yeah. successful business practice. Yeah. That was beautiful. My knees started to tingle, so I know it's true, and I was meant to hear oh. it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> also, pay your damn taxes. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the only reason they arrested Heidi Fleiss, the Madam of Hollywood, is because she didn't pay her taxes. Oh, my God. I haven't thought about Heidi Fleiss in years. Literally oh, don't girl, know nobody is. has. Is she? pay your taxes. Is she still alive? No, I don't believe so. No, no, no. Oh my god, I haven't thought about She was on Celebrity Rehab with Dr. Drew, so the chances of her being alive are very slim. Yeah, he's such a fucking <laughs> quack. Oh my god, he's like he's the... Got, he's got a bad track record. Yeah, yeah, he's the equivalent to Dr. Phil at this point. Um, and Dr. Oz. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, well, Dr. Oz is running for governor of, like, Florida or something. He lost. <laughs> he lost. He's he running lost. for governor of Georgia. He lost. <laughs> he lost to our Democratic daddy, that biker-looking six-foot-three yeah. guy who, yeah, love him. Um, Absolutely. You have just been such a joy to have on, and you've honestly been an inspiration. I, I think, for me, somebody who definitely leans definitely more towards the comedic side in my everyday life, it's, it's very... It's very fulfilling to have a conversation with somebody similar. Yeah. It's you know refreshing. I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it and it just like it really it just brings me just like happiness personally. Yeah. Um oh, and that's thanks. why we wanted to do this is because um women run the world and we're the reason why I truly believe that women are the reason why this world turns um because we create Absolutely. life and we are life and we are joy and yeah. We, you know, are so much more invested in so many things usually than men are in a deeper way. And um, so just give some parting words as a woman, not, not, not even in comedy, but just as a woman, just, gi just give us well, you. <laughs> I'll give I will give you what my great grandmother uh, I, I'm Italian, Scotch, Irish, uh, uh, a Mick, a Wap, oh, she's and a Scott. <laughs> she and, is fine. And I'll give you the advice she gave me growing up. And then I'll give you the advice I'm going to give my daughter. She always said to me, 
wear clean underwear at all times because if you get in an accident and the doctor's cute how are you ever going to get a husband if your underwear are gross and um the advice that i will take the misogyny out of it and change it to my daughter is why wear underwear (laughs) just free ball it free do it free flap it let her breathe Right. Let we love breathe. it. We love it. Well, you know, that's the nice thing. When you don't have an ass, but you want to make your ass cheeks clap, just wear loose pants. When your pussy flaps, they'll think it's your ass. They don't know any about it. And when you it. have a fupa, when you have a belly apron, you're just, you can mm-hmm. flap all the time anyways. Oh, yeah. Yes. Babe, that's just storage. That's, yes. just storage. <laughs> that's where I keep everything. That's how I keep my hands warm. All of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Where you keep my if you life leave your savings. mascara in your car in the winter and it's all cold in the morning and not going on, just put it under under that little pussy warmer right there. Just right there. <laughs> pussy warmer? It'll glide on. Oh, God. <laughs> Kayla, do you have any more questions for Miss Stella? No, that was beautiful. That was great. Um, Della, tell, tell our listeners where they can find you. Hey, guys. I am on uh, Facebook for my elder millennials. <laughs> I'm on Twitter for my mid-millennials. And I'm on TikTok for my Gen Zers. Oh, fuck. What's um, your TikTok? Uh, TikTok? <laughs> Della Contessin. Don't get me started on TikTok, Della. <laughs> Don't get me started. Girl. I, um, I am like all older millennials on TikTok. I downloaded it during the pandemic because I was so bored and yeah. now it's a it's an addiction in my yeah. daily life. Yep. Yeah. I, I insert I just, TikTok into my fucking veins. Yeah. And I try I try to get things like my husband was a little intoxicated the other night and he goes, What's that joke you make about scrippy scraps? I said, What? <laughs> He goes, you know, the socks you wear in the mental institution. I said, grippy socks? You said grippy, grippy socks. Squidward, what the fuck? <laughs> so now that's a thing. Now, we wear square. You okay? You got the scrippy scraps today? <laughs> Marriage. It's all a fucking inside joke. Mm-hmm. It's all an inside <laughs> joke. <laughs> um, but I'm definitely going to reach out to you because I would love to come to the uh, late March show. Yeah. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Love to have you guys. Yeah, so I'm I'm gonna reach out to you for more details on that. Um and then I think that's it. I mean I feel like we could sit okay. and talk to you for way longer, but you know, we um we respect people's evenings. Do we? Not our own. Love it. <laughs> All right, thank yeah. you so much, Della, and we will for sure thank talk you guys. again. Bye. 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 Oh my god, love her. That was super fun. I don't even know what to say after that. I loved that advice. I think that was so... Just a little... A little extra dip in my cup. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That extra plop. Yeah. She was a joy. She really was. Yeah. Um, She reminded me of, like, a big sister. Yeah. I was getting, like, big sis vibes. Yeah. Um, Like really good fun yeah. loving big sis vibes yeah. and yeah. uh who somebody who has seen it all yeah who has been through it all yeah and i just i think that even just down to the what's the point of wearing underwear you know yeah, what i mean right, like right. that what's what's the point let your pussy breathe right and in the new world order um, we have learned that uh, men love a little marination. Yeah. Men don't give a, f- well, most, most, most men. Most real men. Re- real men um, 
definitely, definitely want the juice. Yeah. And they don't care how they get it. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they will don't go care. through that forest with their teeth. Yeah. With yeah. Their, literally. Yeah. Yeah. They will, they, they will, will part, <laughs> they will part the seas, the seas, uh -huh. um, and then like go eat chicken wings. Absolutely. They could give two fucks. They would dip that chicken wing in there. If yeah. They could. Yeah. Wow. I wonder if that's a porn. I, that one, <laughs> you I know would what? Watch. <laughs> that one I would watch just for like the sheer, like, what am I watching? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I loved her. I loved her to death. Yeah. Um, so there was some things that I, I, I definitely want her to come back on. But let's also say really quick, like, you and I haven't talked, like, not not talked, but we have not. This is our first recording. Yeah, we're not friends anymore, bro. No, we're definitely not mm -hmm. friends anymore. I sometimes with you have to stop myself with being like, is Kayla mad at me? No, I just don't talk to nobody. No, no, I totally get it. I'm just a very low maintenance person. Like, if... I, and I'm and I'm a very in like true deep and downside and in, yeah. in, in insecure person. Uh no. I don't agree. But I just value our friendship. I value our friendship. Yeah. No, I'm not Do you saying feel you like don't. I don't? No, that's not what I'm saying whatsoever. <laughs> but I overthink things because Aww. I when I value something, I yeah, like really that makes sense. think about it. And you know what? I don't even think that's not even where I I don't even that's not even a first fucking thought of you know, I'll, I'll, I'll sit back and say, you know, oh, I haven't heard from Nicole or I haven't heard from, you know, I haven't seen them in a while. Yeah. Um, that's are they I'll, okay? Yeah. That's where my first yeah. thing, thought is. Are they okay and, and not, you know, is something wrong and they're not telling me? Well, first my mind always goes to, they hate me. And then <laughs> the thought that follows it up is like, um, I hope they're not dead in their house. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> with our history <laughs> that's a valid fucking question um so we were a little early today with della and um would definitely encourage you guys to follow her i'm gonna binge all of her tiktoks tonight um there was another thing that we wanted to talk about this week it'll be a little bit old by the time this comes out i feel like yeah. unfortunately um, and something I wanted to ask a comedian, but I don't know if she's like a pop culture princess like I am. Yeah. Um, which if she's on TikTok, she definitely is. Um, fucking Selena. Keeping an eye out, baby. She, listen, so I made a TikTok about this because I've like, I've really thought about the mass interest in this. Yeah. And if you're not familiar, if you're fucking dead, um, <laughs> Selena Gomez, queen, um, Haley Bieber, fucking peasant under our feet, mm -hmm. and, like, the Jenner, Kardashians, yeah. whatever. A tiny little background is, like, you know, if you were spatially aware in the late 2000s 2010s uh selena gomez and justin bieber were a thing yeah blatantly they have both expressed it even after the fact how in love they were but they were young yeah uh justin bieber you know they they break up and then justin bieber a few years ago marries Haley Haley uh baldwin um and gold goldberg Haley goldberg no baldwin no goldberg She's what? related to Joe Goldberg. Who's Joe Goldberg? You. Oh, what do you mean? Because she's a fucking stalker. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, listen, the new season of You is just not hitting. So that's <laughs> why I that. didn't. I yeah. That. 
that's a whole nother thing. But, um, and I think this is important too. This is a very interesting conversation doing a, a series in women's history month. Um, and so there's just a lot of weird stuff coming up now about some real, real life. Like it's wild. What, mean what, girl yeah. situations. And, you know, I have always been very aware in the media of women being pitted against each other. Yeah. And this is not it. Yeah. This is not it at all. Yeah. This is Deep millions seated. and millions of people coming together yeah. to defend... The queen herself. From from some true, like... Regina George bullshit. Like, true years in the making. Yeah. Um, hatred and jealousy and... Obsession. Obsession yeah. of Haley Bieber to Selena Gomez. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's scary. I saw a TikTok today... Um, I'm sure I have it saved somewhere. And this girl was bringing up receipts of, like, the timelines and shit like that, which was wild. And she said that there was um, receipts of evidence that um, after Justin and Selena broke up, there was a time where he was getting sober, right? He, like, yeah. he had been on pills. That's a yeah. very well-known thing. Mm -hmm. Like, that's part of the reason why they broke mm -hmm. up. Um, and he was getting sober. And basically, Haley Bieber reintroduced pills. Oh. And um, there's, there's debate on, you know, was it coercion? Yeah. Did she, you know, reintroduce pills and break his sobriety, get him off of the wagon to the point where he had that fucking mental breakdown? Yeah. And coerce him into the marriage. Yeah. And anything, was it even legal? Anything that I've 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 seen, man, the amount of interviews and yeah. like on the street videos he, of them together. Yes. He not, and this is where I will not put him in a good light yeah. because you also make your own choices. Right. You're a grown fucking man. Yes. If you don't want, if you are not happy in your marriage and you clearly do not respect her right. for reasons, you know, we all hate her now. It's totally fine. But like, you need to make your own decisions. Absolutely. The fact that there is even people are, that are like, you know, I'm not team Haley. However, I'm not even she team has been, No, um, not at all. You know, she has been abused and manipulated and, you know, been told, you know, oh, well, you'll never be Selena from not only his fans, but he himself. Yeah. I absolutely have seen that. Yeah. In every single interview and in yeah. the songs that he writes, he has come out publicly saying, um The song was about my ex girlfriend. And he's currently married. Like yeah. she is his biggest inspiration. Yeah. She always will be. She'll yeah. uh, he'll always sing about her. He'll always write about her. He she is who he truly yeah. wants. And it is blatant to, and this is where the sad part of all of this comes in of <sighs> 
it's kind of like if you think about the movies where like a love spell happens and it's like when the person who gives the love spell to the person that they think is going to be the love of their life they're meant to be mm-hmm. together and it, and when it happens it's like the worst thing imaginable yeah and i think in this situation if you take somebody like Haley bieber who just like every other girl her age 15 years ago when Justin Bieber came on the scene was like that's my husband obsessed and she just had the Hollywood ability from the Baldwin family in power the Baldwin family does not have a good reputation to begin with in many ways um she she took that as of knowing the Jenner Kardashians and you know them all being around the same age is like I'm gonna get an into this yeah And some of the things that have come out about, like, which there has been interviews where they have said where they had their first kiss, which was on New Year's Eve, when him and Selena were technically still together or, like, just broken up, where Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner took her to Aruba or Dubai or something like that to get her away from Justin. So, yeah. Haley could swoop in and right. like hang out with him that night. So, like she found out where he was staying. She just yeah. happened to book that yeah. same hotel and shit. But also, yeah. this is where my disgust with Justin Bieber comes in too. Is like you have still made your own decision. So Absolutely. if you cheated on Selena Gomez, then this is literally your karma. You might have been coerced, and coercion is a crime. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, you then marry the fucking person. Right. And there's nothing easier in Hollywood than a divorce. That's very true. You have the money. You have the resources. I don't understand what the pool is unless she has, like, her her and her family have something on him. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who knows? But from everything that is out there about their marriage, the, the amount of videos where I have seen <laughs> where he just completely disrespects yeah. her in front of hundreds of people. Yeah. He, yeah, it's it's very interesting. So then you take, so let's push them aside. Selena Gomez, um, who is not a Nepo baby, who has built her empire from the ground yeah. up, who has lupus, who, who clearly loves her family, who is good to her fans. And this is where, like, my interest in this peaks is because excuse me once again the gassy queen that she is um as somebody who has been in bullying situations by the popular girls whatever the fuck that means because guess what they're all fucking fat and loser ass bitches now also um not also in terms of me but also in terms of all the rest of them um i'm fat but i'm not a loser ass bitch um but if you have ever been bullied by women like this, when you are somebody who then matures and gets out of that and you grow and you see a situation for what it truly mm-hmm. is and it's those individuals' insecurities, yeah, you kind of make an internal pact with yourself to never allow somebody else to go through that if you see it happening and i think that that's what's happening in not just the country but in the world yeah and this is like a global like millions like 
pop culture phenomenon that is happening yeah. right now of people who are like, fuck you, mm-hmm. Hailey Bieber and Kylie Jenner. I see you for who you are. Yeah. And the the Jenner Kardashians have been going downhill, I would say, for the past two or three years. Like, people don't care as much about them as they did five or six years ago when they were, like, everything. Like, they're still fashion, you know, I'm not even going to say icons at this point, but, like, they're still staples in, like, the entertainment and, like, pop culture world. They always will be. Yeah. They always will be for the rest of time until this world ends. Like, they will be a staple Mm -hmm. of the millennium in terms of pop culture. Yeah. 100%. And they have children now, but the influence that they have and the need for people to follow them is diminishing 100%. And I think that that is where these people who have grown up in fame are failing is because they thought they could never fall. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And the, and the need to try so fucking hard. Yes. Yeah. Nobody gives a fuck about Kylie Cosmetics anymore. And I bought I bought one of those lip kits like six or seven years ago. Dry. It's the fucking Sahara. Yeah. Like, it's not even that good. Okay. That's their whole brand, though. Yes. That's their, their, that's their entire fucking brand. Look at Skims. You know, she's putting all of this work out there and the shit fucking sucks. It's yeah. coming from China. Coming from fucking child labor fucking factories. Like, yeah. you can literally go to the manufacturer, get it for maybe $36 without the fucking Kardashian title. Yeah. And it's literally the exact same fucking thing. Exactly. And that's why people are running to, like, dupes now is because nobody... Dupes? Nobody... No, there are so many people now who name brands. Like, we're getting away from name brands. Yeah. Like, nobody gives a fuck about name brands. Sorry. That's just my laptop That's off. just her FBI laptop. <laughs> it sounds like a bomb's about to go Yeah, off. it does. And doop, 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 doop. <laughs> um, so that's what's so... This story and this uh, occurrence is so popular right now. It's because it's so much deeper than people realize. And I think it's also like a... There are... I think there's a lot more people like me out there where I'm the type... I never got into the Kardashians. I've never seen a single fucking episode. Yeah, I've seen clips here and there because it's literally social media. It's everywhere. But that that was never something that I ever got into. And the part of that was for me was because I... Don't do fake. Yeah. I will. I won't fucking watch it. You're not getting my time. You're not getting my money. You're not right. getting my fucking energy. Right. Why? Right. You're getting millions of other people. I don't matter. Right. My viewing doesn't fucking matter. And I don't want to fucking entertain. I don't want to yeah. be entertained in that way. Yeah. And I think people. Hi. Hi. Um, do you like this salad? Shake, 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 shake. Yeah. Cam. Uh, Cam. <laughs> Hi. Court. 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 You're being so rude. Uh, stop. This is like just my voice, Kimberly. Bible? Bible. <laughs> so I love how when both of us were doing that, we weren't moving our faces. No. <laughs> what? Kim. Kimberly. Chloe. Did Court. you talk to mom? Oh. Shake, 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 shake. <laughs> oh. Oh, skims? Court. 
did you promote my Skems? Oh, Bible. Oh, I'm just stop letting stop North. <laughs> <laughs> but I think there's just a lot more people. She loved that me at my like moment. Me. Yeah, you did. You you did a great job. Babe. Uh, that this we've always said we have. That there are people like me that have always said these bitches are fake. They're mean yeah. fucking girls. They're using everybody around them yeah. to fucking make money and get their shit and yeah. get their bag. You know what? I applaud. I applaud women who get their bag. Listen, I applaud a motherfucking hustler. Getting their bag. Okay. Like good on you. You fucking. This is you, Women's History yeah, Month. You fucking took your fucking pussy and you turned it into an empire. Absolutely. You know what? If my sister had done a sex tape, maybe I could be in the same position. There as we you go. Guys were, but so she like, didn't. Grab that bag. Get that money. Congratulations. Yeah, nobody's saying anything nobody's about saying that. Anything, but, but the moment you yeah. fucking turn that side, yeah. turn that cheek to expose yourself yeah. and your family and, and think that you use are everybody around you. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely not. Fuck yeah. you. And also the fact we are in such a low tolerant low tolerance for bullshit generation yeah. right now. Selena Gomez has been very open about her health. This Selena Gomez is fucking the epitome of Betty pure. White. She's pure. She's Betty White. Why yeah. would you even try and go against Betty fucking yeah. White? Like, come the fuck on. Yeah. And unproblematic. Yeah. Like, come on. And people have only let Haley Baldwin into the circle because she married Justin Bieber. Right. And let's be completely honest. Justin Bieber, at this point, take away his health issues, take away all that. Like, he's like, he's like a falling star at this point. Like, he is just, you know, and not that he can't, like, create his career again. Like, he's, you know, he... He's a name. He he has enough money to, like, focus on himself now. Like, he doesn't have to do a lot. Like, nobody's taking away from that. But she is only something... Because somebody can look up the Baldwins. What? What are you laughing at? I'm remind. I reminded me what you're saying. Remind me of a TikTok that I saw, and it was her like hiding, and the paparazzi was calling her Gigi, and she's like, and she, I'm, not I'm not Gigi, Gigi. indeed. I'm, I'm not, not Gigi. Gigi. And then she just cries yeah. into the car, and he's like, Uh, Haley. <laughs> uh, Haley. Yeah. Like nobody. If she would have never. Mary Justin Bieber. I mean, she might have been like an influencer as just a nepo baby in sure, her, and like you know, being around the Kardashians. Yeah, or like yeah. somebody like Wikipedia a Baldwin and her name pops right. up. Like, you know what? That's fine. Like, live your life, whatever. But you are only known for your marriage to Justin Bieber. Right. Okay. And okay, to- totally fine. But there's also something about, um, knowing your place in this world. And I'm not saying that to be an asshole. I'm saying that to say you have no humility. Yeah. You have no right. Right. You have no, you have done nothing in this world compared to Selena Gomez, who I'm going to be very honest. And I've never been a massive, like, Selena Gomez fan. Selena? Because, like, it's just never been a thing for me. I've never not liked her. I really liked Murders in the Building. Like, I've liked some of her songs. I never watched Wizards of Waverly Place. Like, I, you know, I, I don't think I ever connected the dots that she 
owned rare like she is rare, rare beauty. beauty. I yeah. did not know that. And rare beauty, even before I knew that, Was gets a off. lot of hype. I haven't heard too much bad stuff about none, rare. Yeah. None. So you take somebody like you take a leech like I'm not even going to call her Haley Bieber because she doesn't deserve the name yet Mm -hmm. um, or at all. You take a leech like Haley Baldwin, who just because of living in Hollywood and being a Nepo baby got connected to the Jenners. Yeah. And formulated some sort of a plan to make Justin Bieber your husband, just Mm -hmm. like every other millionth teeny bopper in the fucking world wanted to do and you think that you have a right to put yourself above a woman who has built her career and her life from the ground fucking up Mm -hmm. bitch know your fucking place dig a hole there and step the fuck in it like drop and i think that that's where people are so disgusted yeah and interested in this situation because you are a peon and this is you've done this to yourself yeah if you would have like and she tried like she started you know road beauty and whatever she has tried if she would have come in as a as the humble down-to-earth wife of a megastar. Or that she's trying to Or that she's she trying. Yeah. It would have been different. And also for the fact that the million videos out there of Justin Bieber completely disrespecting her yeah. and her still chasing after him like a lost fucking puppy. You have done this to yourself. She's still a groupie. She's a fucking groupie. She's, she's, she is fucking, yeah. 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 She's a fucking groupie. For both of them. Yeah. She yeah, she's she's his groupie. She's also trying to control him so that he loves her. Right. Which he never will. And she's also trying to simultaneously badger an innocent woman yeah. for bait just living. Living. For for being an ex-girlfriend. For being an ex and that is the oh my god. So Because the, she can't be her. Yes. The stories that I have, I have one, because I've been in a similar situation, you know, like not like this hyped up, but a dude that I fucking dated, a very immature individual that I dated and gave a chance to, and this individual told me like, you are it, you are everything. Like this motherfucker was in love with me day fucking one. Yeah. And it was just never going to be a thing. It just, he was just younger than me. He was just too immature. And I was just on a completely different path. And right after we broke up, he got a new girlfriend. The messages that this girl sent yeah. me. Because she's intimidated. She's scared. I was like, bitch, I don't want him. Yeah. And it was a very weird whole, yeah. time in my life of like, oh my God, like I am like, I think I was like 26 or 27. I was like, oh my God, this fucking 21 year old girl is is like Facebook messaging me. Like, he loves to call out my name during sex. Ew. Like, how does that? I swear to fucking God. And I was like, good for you. Like, I wasn't giving him the puss. Like, I'm glad he's getting some now. Like, and I said you know that what? to her. I've had the, a very similar thing happen. I was dating this guy, and um, he ended up uh, 
dumping me to be with somebody else. And I, we shared a birthday. Um, oh, okay. Or no, we didn't. He and I didn't share a birthday. He was his birthday was a couple days before mine. Um, you told me about this. This kind of no, sounds this familiar. Is somebody, I don't know. Um, no. I don't think so. Cause, I don't think so because I didn't know you then. Um, and I had we were still like not talking but like checking in on each other because yeah. he had some health issues yeah. and stuff and. Uh, and some legal issues and I had helped him out with that while we were dating and oh, I know my hands are cold sorry we just touched um, we just touched we just tips, tips. <laughs> and, um so I, I was like I said you know like hey happy birthday and a couple weeks later he texted me he didn't text me back for like two or three weeks a couple weeks later he texted me back and he was like hey I had I had COVID I was really sick and um but you know happy birthday to you hope you had a great birthday that was it i never responded mm. probably a month or two later i get pictures of him and this girl and her children <laughs> and she off of his phone from his number and she had said he's happy leave him alone oh my God. he's mine now um uh so i can't fucking remember but it was like just some shady shit and just pit, like i mean like eight or ten pictures of them yeah. just together and you're like the fuck and i'm like yeah yeah okay and these are the same women that when you see those videos of like with like wives catching their husbands cheating they run straight to the woman right no, motherfucker, I'm coming after you. you. I'm swinging at your motherfucking dick. Yeah. Like, if <laughs> if Evan and I were to get divorced and I was to receive messages like that from whoever he was mm -hmm. dating, I would instantly be like, I made the right decision. Absolutely. Number one. And, bitch, like, you... I'm a woman's woman like yeah. you. So what? So when that girl was and this was like a this was like a four or five hour thing where like her and I were going back, back and, and forth. forth. And at one point I sat back and I said, you know what? I said, I don't know if I still have the messages. Maybe I do. But or I don't give a fuck. But I said, you know what? I'm going to flip this. I'm going to I'm going to freak this little girl out. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it changes the trajectory of her life. I started texting her back and I said, I'm not doing this over a man. And I said, these are the issues that I had with him. This is why I ended things with him. And I pray to God that you have a better outcome. Yeah. And I said, if you ever need anything, if you want to get coffee. And she she was like, it, it was like, she just, it completely changed. Like, she, she was like, why, like, why would you want to get coffee with me? And I'm like, I'm a woman's woman. You're not feeding the fire. I will not. You just pissed on our fucking fire. I will not have this conversation with you over a fucking dude. I clearly do not want. Yeah. Bitch, I am 27. And, you know, I was 26 right. or 27 at the time. I'm like, this is not my life. And I refuse for this to be my life. And that conversation ended so motherfucking quickly. Yeah. So quickly. 
So when I hear about stuff like this, especially during Women's History Month, especially during Women's History we Month, know we're better than this, within ladies. Within society, within social media, within the entertainment business in Hollywood, that women are to be jealous of each other, pitted yeah. against each other. Yeah. And that's, that is for sure 100%, surprisingly, not the case yeah. this time. No. That we are, as women, supporting the right woman. Yeah. And I think that it is, for one, I feel, I feel like, man, we're on the right side of history. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? 100%. When this exact moment is in the U.S. history books in yes. 20 years, um, yeah, um, it's going to be written correctly, mm-hmm. and the facts are going to be fucking receded. The facts are going to be fucking faxed. And they're going to okay? keep their eyes out for Selena. Yeah. And um, we definitely need to wrap this up because we are on two hours, but this has been, yeah, like, like it's it's been a minute since you and I have recorded, and it's just actually really nice. Yeah. But I want to point this out, too. Um this is for the dudes or for the women who are in unsure relationships. Um, I've, I've seen this before and I've heard about this before, but I've seen it now connected to this situation. And I talked to Evan about this a while back before this. Um, it's that when men are ready to get married, not be in a really get married, not be in a relationship. They go for the thing that's right in front of them. I've seen that all over this entire situation. I heard about that like eight or nine months ago. Like I had, I seen it on TikTok or I read it somewhere or something like that. I did too. Yeah. 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 I know exactly what you're talking about. So this is why like when you are, you know, you hear these stories all the time, like him and I were together for seven years and he never proposed and he was married a year later. Yeah. And, those men, and this is where the men need to listen up more than the women do. Like, just fucking do better. Just yeah. fucking do better. But also, for the women, it's not you. It's not. It's no, not you. I have seen TikTok. Feel bad for yeah. the girl who was in the periphery at that, that point. That is the, they said, the, in that, in that moment, that man settled. Yes. Um, because yes. the person he chose was available. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, I think that um, I th- I saw a video about what you were talking about that, you know, men choose what's right in front of them. Yeah. I saw a counter video of like, well, you just weren't the girl. That's never the no. case. No. Because, I promise you that's never yeah. the fucking case. Because then 10 years later, they're he's like. He's singing a song about you and telling the world that oh, you're the Oh, the one that got away. Yeah. Like, that is why men so much talk about the one who got away Mm -hmm. they didn't marry the love of their life they married what was conveniently and effectively in front of them right and um justin bieber is not um immune to that um money does not buy happiness money does not buy smart decisions money does not buy you know relationship right compatibility um it doesn't buy sense what it does buy is uh too much publicity and that is where Haley baldwin has fucked herself in this situation if we're talking about like a midwest situation like this 
Um, talk to like many women. You and I just had a similar conversation, like how often that shit happens. The only difference between your and I's was that there wasn't millions of people behind you and I'd be like, bitch, shut the fuck Fuck up. up. Yeah. Stay in your fucking lane, bitch. Yep. The best thing I ever did for myself in that situation was blocked and delete immediately. I didn't even respond. Yeah. You're like, I don't want this motherfucker. Yeah. And that, in that whole, those situations say so much, not only about the person that that, per, that, that man or whomever you're in a relationship with chose, yeah. but it also says a lot about that other person, yeah. about the person that you were originally interested in and who they yeah. are fundamentally. Yeah. So yeah, at the end of the day, it ain't your fault. Yeah. Selena Gomez has truly like, and I, and I could see why she's decided to take that the high road and the way that she has because she has been very open about just being more focused on her health and her family right now and like her just giving any indication on anything right now which i i want her to just fucking i i just want her to to lose her shit on this fucking bitch and like throw the receipts out but here's here's the thing we have a lot of the receipts like hey hey bieber hasn't been like trying to bury anything like no she just made it's all fucking there am i the problem yeah bitch you are the the fucking problem you are the fucking drama you're not even the drama like you're like the after show that nobody showed up to because they hate you that fucking much (laughs) like you're not even the main show okay um and people now where they felt very indifferent about you previously you were just a piece of of the pop culture history. Like, you were not a major player. Now people fucking hate you. And what this bitch is going to do is in four to five years, she's going to write a self-help book. They're going to get divorced. There's no doubt in my mind. Because all of Justin Bieber's comments are like, put a muzzle on your fucking wife. Yeah. And I don't ever agree with that statement until now. If somebody told no, Evan, you know what? Don't actually. I don't agree with that because mm-hmm. let her dig her grave. True, true. But this could be a very eye-opening situation for him too. Of like, have I not? Well, there have was. I, a, yeah, there was. Yeah. But I really allowed this to get out of hand. Not yeah. I saw an interview with him and somebody else, and he was like, somebody asked like, oh well, how did you guys meet or something, and. And he was like, well, she did this and this and this. That's normal. Right? That's no, normal, right? No. Right? Sh- no. Right? No. According to, to, to Jersey Shore lore, <laughs> she she stalked his life on the boardwalk. <laughs> <laughs> what do they call those things? Uh, grenades. Grenades. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. She, she stalked his life on the Jersey Shore boardwalk. Like <laughs> She's a straight grenade, bro. <laughs> straight grenade. Thank you, Polly D, for that. God. Lie. Did you know? Um, the here. Cabs here. Yeah, we we will leave it on that and we will continue to do updates. But um, yeah, Kayla and I are just super um, proud of this series. Um, and we'll do a follow up episode with just me and her talking about everything. Yeah. But um, these first three weeks are, are great. Yeah. Um, and I can't wait for our uh, reflection episode at the end of the month. Yeah. So we have just had some like really like incredible conversations. Absolutely. They're the the conversations that we've have had are very open. Yeah. And um, 
they they're very special to me. Yeah. So I just love women. I love when women. I love when women just leave it. Just leave. I love when women. Period. Bye. Period, Pooh. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we high fived. Oh, I'm so fat. Bye. 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 Bye.